The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. This is Mountaineer Talk. All right, let's get into our Twitter questions with the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You've seen firsthand the strength top to bottom of this league. There are no gimmies in this conference. Anybody can beat anybody in this league, and you have to show up. And if you don't show up and play, then you will get beat. Live from Cafe Portofino, this is Mountaineer Talk. Your chance to hear from head Mountaineer Scott Satterfield is brought to you by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock and by Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Mountaineers, Adam Witten. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Mountaineer Talk, live from Cafe Portofino. It is bitter. Bitter cold outside, but we still have a great crowd on hand. This ain't nothing for for the folks here in town. This is just a typical Boone late November Tuesday night. Thank you, everyone, for being here tonight. Thanks for those of you listening along the Appalachian IMG Sports Network, and hello to those of you watching on our Facebook live stream. We've got a great show in store for you tonight. Of course, we've got the Sunbelt Championship game coming up on Saturday. App State and Louisiana will kick off at 12 noon at Kid Brewer Stadium this weekend to decide the first ever one true champion in the league with the championship game, the inaugural one, coming up this weekend. We'll have head coach Scott Satterfield on the program. He'll join us in just a second. Our player guest coming up at the bottom of the hour will be defensive lineman Elijah Dirasuba and Caleb Sperlin. We'll enjoy talking to those two as the defense was what else was what else is new? Defense was outstanding again against Troy in the eleven point victory over the Trojans to clinch the East Division. Before we get to Coach Satterfield, a little bit of bold news that came out earlier today, in case you missed it. It was announced a few weeks ago that the winner of the Sun Belt Championship game will go to the New Orleans Bowl. It was announced this afternoon that the runner up in the Sun Belt Championship game will play in the Cure Bowl in Orlando. Those two games are both on the same date, December 15th. So now we know it'll be one or the other. It'll be New Orleans or it'll be Orlando for the Mountaineers. We hope it's New Orleans with a win on Saturday. All right, let's go ahead and get to our guest tonight, Head Coach Scott Satterfield, joining us as he does every Tuesday night. Coach, welcome. Tell us your immediate takeaways after breaking down a, a great win over Troy on Saturday. Well, I think obviously uh, a big win over Troy, one of the teams that that has been really good over the last few years. And, you know, we haven't played them in a couple of years. And so, you know, personnel-wise was a little bit new for us uh, to see some of those guys that for the first time. And, you know, I thought uh, going into the game that it would be a defensive battle. I think both defenses are really the top two defenses in our league. And it's hard to move the ball really on, on both defenses. And so I think what we were able to do in the first half, particularly the first quarter and really half of the second quarter, offensively uh, was really good. We got good field position and we were down um, – Except for the first drive, because we had Corey wide open, we missed him uh, for an easy touchdown. But uh, and then we pushed the field goal a little bit wide. But other than that, and we scored 21 points pretty quickly there. Mm-hmm. Um, jumped up on a lead. I felt really good about it at that point. We, when we got 21 points on the board, I felt good about our defense being able to hold them. And so you know, then you're a little bit more conservative, I think, offensively at that point. And but we did have some. Uh, I think we made five drop passes, and and then we had seven penalties offensively. And uh, you know, you can't have that. It seemed like whenever we'd get a good play, then, then here comes a penalty, and you, you backed up. And against a really good defense, you're not going to overcome those kind of penalties. Um, and so we just kind of stayed behind the sticks uh, really the whole second half. But, but our defense played great and, uh, you know, really just capped it off with a great win for us. And, uh, and they're all good, no matter how you get them. Obviously, you know, you've got to correct some things. And, um, you know, and then 
you know, we're excited about playing, you know, the first ever, you know, championship game with the Sun Belt and to have it right here in Boone and, and to play in front of our fans is, is incredible. And speaking of fans, last, last week it was awesome. Ooh, they had, were loud. You know, that's probably the best, that is the best uh, Thanksgiving crowd we've had, and, and they were into it and uh, electric atmosphere. Um, you know, our guys fed off of it, you know, and they really, they mentioned it, I mean, how, how enthusiastic the fans were, and they loved that, and we anticipate that this weekend, uh, and even better this weekend with all our, our students back in town now, and uh, we expect to have a packed house. Offensively, you ran the ball for more yards against Troy than Troy than anybody has mm-hmm. run against Troy by one yard. You yeah, had 201. ULM was the previous. That was the time. goal. Yeah, <laughs> to get one more yard than yeah. ULM had against. That's right. Them. Uh, how are you able to run the ball successfully against a team that you knew was going to be really challenging to run against? Yeah, it was hard. I mean, it, it, you know, you're trying to find ways and formations that we can get to where we can run the ball because you're just trying to control the clock and, um, and and keep their offense off. You know, and and just you know our norm, our normal game plan and. Uh, and, and be, you know, the thing that we weren't able to do is hit some balls down the field, and, and that's, that kind of hurt because now if you're not hitting those, then they're able to put more guys in the box. And uh, so we were just trying to find ways, and we did that. I think, uh, you know, Darrington had another good day. Uh, you know, Zach had a couple good runs. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, it hurt a little bit probably when, when we lost Vic uh, in the second half. He, he was not able to go in the second half, so we moved Cole Garrison over to left tackle. You know, now you're a little bit more thin in the inside there. Um, but, I, but I think really for us it came down to not executing like we should have in the second half and penalties. You know, I feel like we got, you know, again, good play. Or remember throwing a pass to Malik. We get a first down on the plus 15-yard line, getting ready to go score. Uh, had a penalty, brought us back. Yeah. I mean, you know, just little things like that. we got to clean those up. We can't have those. And uh, then obviously we would have felt a lot better about it. People might be encouraged to hear that the officiating crew for Saturday's game is the same one from the Georgia State game when App was not penalized <laughs> at all. For, so take that for what it's worth. That's certainly encouraging. Um, offensively, it, you didn't score any points, but you had one drive in that third quarter to fourth quarter where you ate up over eight minutes yeah. of clock, and you didn't get any points out of it. But at the same time, when Troy got the ball back, I believe there was like five or six minutes left in the game. So now you've completely flipped their strategy because you, you consumed the clock for so long and, and in a two-possession game. Yeah. yeah, we did a good job, particularly on that drive on third downs, you know, because you, you're running first, second, and third. You're just eating that clock up, and then you get a you know, first down. But, you know, the negative of that, you're probably not getting many chunk plays, you know, plays that are down the field quite a bit. But – you know, great job of just occupying the ball. We know if we have the ball, they can't score. And, and particularly with the lead that we had, we felt good about it in the fourth quarter of, of really just letting that clock run and, and just, you know, get, getting down toward the end and, and we can finish these guys off. And, uh, and the way our defense was playing, you don't want to try to do anything, you know, offensively to turn the ball over or, or make any kind of mistakes. And, uh, um, you know, that, that part of it was good. I think, you know, defensively we had um, we created, what, four turnovers, I think mm-hmm. two interceptions and one by a receiver, which was pretty neat. At one point, Thomas <laughs> Hennigan had more interceptions than Clifton. That's Dye. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, he, and, you know, defensive plays he's played all year, one. I yeah. mean, so yeah, that's kind of neat. But uh, And then to get two fumbles. And, uh, you know, and, and, and you speaking of officiating, I mean, you know, there was, there was three calls that went against us, and then they go to the re- replay booth, and then we end up overturning it, yeah. which that's what it's for. Um, I think, you know, the, the touchdown by Corey, which was an incredible throw and catch, dragging the one foot and um, to get that in our favor, which was the correct call after looking at it, and then the two fumbles, and they were the correct call. Um, but if you did not have the, the instant replay, we were, that, that's three huge plays in that game. It could have been a different outcome without those calls, so we're very fortunate to have that. Yeah, those contributed to uh, essentially all of the points that, yep. that occurred in the first half and App building a 21 to nothing lead. Defensively, 
it, it was funny. I, I walked in on Joey Jones and Brett Strelo from the communications office going over something statistically from the game on Saturday where there was actually something that was corrected in the stats where after the game you'd allowed 62 yards rushing to Troy. After going through and, and checking something, now you only allowed 53 yards rushing because there was a sack by uh, Jordan Fair on the intentional That's grounding right. call mm. that wasn't counted against the rushing total. Mm. 53 yards allowed yeah. rushing against Troy, which had the only 1,000-yard rusher in the conference coming into that game in B.J. Smith. How did you limit their rushing attack? Well, we, we really we knew going into this game that they, they had some receivers that were beat up. Um, probably one of the better receivers in our conference, number 15, uh, did not play in that game. He, he missed games prior to this. Um, number 80, which is a really good receiver, he was kind of dinged from the game before as well. So we knew they would probably struggle a little bit throwing the football. So we had to, we had to stack the box and, and get a lot of guys around the football to stop the run. Our guys did an excellent job with the game plan and then obviously our guys fitting those gaps and tackling well. I thought we did a really good job of tackling and, and limiting those big plays. And, uh, you know, they really – I think they had maybe one drive that where they ended up getting down the field and on a couple of throws – um, and then even even Duck uh, tipped the one, missed time to jump, but tipped right. it and, and then right to him, you know, with, for the touchdown. So they just played really, really good football, uh, you know, fitting well and tackling well, and that was the difference in stopping their run. All right, so we'll close the book on Troy from Saturday. The Mountaineers win the East Division. Now we turn our, turn our attention to game number two against Louisiana. This time it's for the Sun Belt Conference Championship noon on Saturday at Kid Brewer Stadium. We'll take our first break on the show when we come back. We'll get to your questions on Twitter, email, text, and our Facebook live stream. You're listening to Mountaineer Talk live from Cafe Portofino, and our show continues after these messages. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. Badcock Home Furniture and More's Black Friday sale is still going strong. Take up to half off items store-wide and save hundreds with Black Friday deals in every department. Take up to $1,000 off five-piece queen bedroom sets and up to $600 off comfy reclining sofas. Plus, brand-name mattress sets are up to half off. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Don't wait. Get up to half off at Badcock's Black Friday sale, now until December 10th. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, excluding Palm Beach Division. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas. Or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey you! Yeah you! Hi, I'm Lenny the Lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this time out to give you a few tips on ways to reduce stormwater pollution. Number one, fix any leaks your vehicle may be dripping on roadways. Number two, pick up after your pets. If they, uh, you know, go while walking, these items can get washed down the storm drain when it rains and end up polluting our lakes and streams. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water, because clean water is everyone's responsibility. This message brought to you by Stormwater Mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard. 
Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. It's time to hear from the head coach of the Mountaineers, Scott Satterfield. Tonight's interview is presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Now, back to Cafe Portofino. Alongside the coach, here's your host, Adam Witten. All right, welcome back to the show. We're with you until 8 o'clock tonight. It's Mountaineer Talk live from Cafe Portofino. Head coach Scott Satterfield is our guest. We'll have player guests Elijah Dirasuba and Caleb Sperlin on at the bottom of the hour. Let's go ahead and get to your questions now for the head coach. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk on Twitter is how you reach us. You can also submit a question if you're watching us on our Facebook live stream. Just leave it in the comments, and we'll get to many of those as we can. First question on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. How does Coach Satterfield feel about rematches in the same season after you've beaten the team earlier in the year? That's the case with Louisiana this time around. <clears throat> well, if you, if you win the first one, then you probably don't want to play another one uh, against them. But in this case, it's fine. Uh, we, you know, it reminds me back to uh, Southern Conference days when you know, we, I think we had to play Furman twice and maybe Georgia Southern twice, um, you know, once in a regular season and then once again in the playoffs. And then um, – you know, the, the, the one I remember the most is, is playing Furman. We, we played them down there. We lost um, in 05. And then they come up back up here. What an incredible game. One of, one of the more fun games that I've been a part of, beating Furman here to go to, to that first national championship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a little bit different. And, and um, you know, I, I think, you know, we played them six weeks ago. So, so they've played a bunch of games prior or after that, and so have we. And so you really just game plan the same way. You just go back and look at the, maybe the last four or five games, and then you, but you do add your game into the cutups, and uh, it still comes down to fundamentals. It still comes down to, to making plays. You can make some adjustments off of things that you did not do well the first time. They will also, uh, but it still comes down to making plays, and you know who, who makes the least amount of mistakes and all those kind of things. The same thing that, that determines wins will determine yeah. this win. From your perspective, what was the difference in the first meeting in October? Well, defensively, I thought we played really well uh, the first time. They're, they're a good offense. They, uh, you know, if you look at their scoring against everybody in this conference except for us and Troy, uh, it's over 31 points, I think, against everybody they've played. Um, against us, 17, I think maybe 16 against Troy. And so two, two of the better defenses. But, but what they have, the weapons they have offensively, you have to have a great day defensively. And then so for what our, our plan going into the first time was trying to control the, the, the clock and the ball. And we were able to run the football, and that was the difference in the game. You know, we've got to do a, a lot better job throwing the ball against them this time. Um, those are some of the corrections we have to make uh, as far as that goes. And I think they scored late uh, in that game, maybe the last – Like the last with a minute, minute and five yeah, seconds. Yeah, exactly. Left. Um, so it's probably what is close, maybe as um, as that indicated. But but you still you have to you have to play a solid defensive game, and then I think the, offensively we just got to do a lot better job throwing the football. Rushing, Darrington Evans had a career high 183 yards and a touchdown in this game and in that game, and he also caught a touchdown in the win over Louisiana 27-17 back in October. Next question on Twitter hashtag Mountaineer Talk. I like this question. How do you feel about Bryce and his 300-plus yards, six touchdowns in the playoff win over Parkland for Watauga on Friday? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, he had a great game, and really they did. I, I was a little nervous. I went to the first half. We, we, we have our, our team meeting that, that night on Friday night. Our guy's watching the movie. So I had, you know, I have about an hour and a half there. So I went and watched the first half, and we were down 14 nothing. I'm like, this might get ugly. <laughs> I may be back to the meeting soon. Uh, but then they just settled in, and, and really they had a great day. Um, you know, his a career day for, for Bryce to have six touchdowns, 322 yards, incredible. Um, but, you know, Coach Hobbit, his staff, done a great job with that, with that team. 13-0, best in school history, and um, looking to make it 14-0 this, this, this Friday night versus Weddington. 
I know time and, and dates is sometimes something that really doesn't matter. You guys just say, hey, tell us when to play and where yeah. to play, and we'll be there. But earlier start Saturday, mm-hmm. someone asked on our Facebook live stream if the 12 o'clock kick will, will make any difference in terms of preparing. Well, yeah, it bumps up everything for us. Uh, we, we normally eat four hours before, prior to kick, so that you're looking at around an 8 o'clock uh, uh, eat time. Uh, on, on Saturday morning. Uh, prior to eating on our home games, we always come in and do a little bit of a walkthrough, 10-minute um, walkthrough. Um, then we show our guys a video before we come over to eat. So I think we're going to push it back maybe 15 minutes. So we'll get over here at 7.30, 7.45 on uh, Saturday morning um, and then just do our normal routine before a 12 o'clock kick. Okay. Thank you guys for the questions. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk is how you reach us. Uh, all right, here's one on Twitter. We know the Sats are a football family, but living in Snowy Boone, are they a skiing and boarding family too? The kids are. Yeah. The mom and dad are not. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, our, our, all three of them like to go up uh, to Appalachian Ski Mountain there and uh, and go out and they snowboard and ski. They do both. Do you guys do the the whole choose and cut Christmas tree thing? Well, we used to, and then. Um, I, I need to. I have to be honest because I don't really do a whole lot of Christmas at the house. I'm usually pretty busy. <laughs> I mean, so uh, a few years back, we went. I forget where Beth went. And got a, we got a nice, good full fake Christmas tree uh. Uh, for Boone and put that up. And that thing is awesome. It's pretty. It looks the same every year. And uh, it's not choose and cut. And, it's choose and pull off the shelf. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty nice. I mean, really, which is kind of sad because we live up here in, in Christmas tree country, and it's it's kind of cool when the kids will go you know, go get a Christmas tree and put it up and all that. But that means Dad's got to do a little bit too much work, and mm-hmm. so um, this thing, our setup now is pretty good. I said this in our pregame show on Saturday because we're we're watching cars pulling into the stadium lot. I say there is nothing that defines the post Saturday in Boone more so than a car driving in with car flags and magnets into the stadium lot with a Christmas tree tied to the (laughs) top of the car. That is typical Boone on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. It's tremendous. It is. All right. We're going to shift our attention back to the Louisiana game on Saturday. We'll talk more about the Raging Cajuns. Still time to get your questions in for head coach Scott Satterfield on Twitter, email, text, and our Facebook live stream. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll have Elijah Dirasuba and Caleb Sperlin from the defensive line. They're our player guests tonight. From Cafe Portofino, you're listening to Mountaineer Talk, and our show continues after these messages. For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the high country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. Everyone in my family uses electricity differently. But when it comes to our Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we all think about it the same way. The co-op is power. Power. Sure, electricity turns the lights on, but power is the information I get from my co-op about efficiency, safety, technology, and I trust the co-op. Because we We are are the the co-op. They're our neighbors. Our friends. Our home. Go to blueridgeenergy.com slash powerful solutions to learn more. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for po' boys... 
pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm is here to become part of your family's holiday tradition. Whether you need a tabletop or 12-foot tree, Frosty's has the perfect one for your holiday season. After choosing your tree, enjoy complimentary festive hay rides, bonfires, s'mores, and hot chocolate. You can also shop for other holiday gifts in their North Pole Christmas shop or build your very own personalized wreath. So bring your family to Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm for an enchanting holiday experience. To learn more, visit GoFrosties.com. You're listening to Mountaineer Talk. Now more with head coach Scott Satterfield, presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Whitten. Okay, we got one more segment with the coach. Let's get right back to your questions for head coach Scott Satterfield. Again, you can reach us on Twitter with the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You can email us, mountaineertalk at gmail.com. You can text us at 828 828- Three five one six eight seven eight, and leave your questions in the comments of our Facebook live stream as well if you want to chime in on tonight's show. Texter writes in at 828-351-6878. What are the strengths of the Ragin' Cajuns? And then second question is, how have they improved second time around from last time you faced them? Well, I think their strength are, is, is really their offense. And, uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier, their offensive line, as I talked, you know, our defensive coaches, this, they said this is the best offensive line that they've played in the conference. And we didn't play Monroe, but besides that, they're the, be- they're the best one. And so when you start with an offensive line, that's really good. And then they have three running backs. I think the three running backs could play in any, any one of the schools in our league and, and potentially start. Um, they're that good. Uh, two of them are really big, over 230 pounds, uh, the one. And then the other one's 218. And then they have a, a faster one uh, that, that's a more of a return guy, but, but he's made some big plays uh, in the running game as well. So, and then you have two quarterbacks that have played. They both played against us the last time we played, and they really have both played in, in most every game. Um, so they have some depth right there as well. So the strength is their offense, but I think their defense has gotten a lot better since the last time we played. And, uh, you know, if you look at the stats, they're you know, giving up some points maybe toward the, the bottom of our, our league, but that's a little – I think that's more from the first four or five games. I think the last, the last little bit, I think they've played a lot better on defense, and, but their offense have scored a ton of points, and so that's the strength. Yeah, they run the ball well. They don't throw for a lot of yards, but they're incredibly efficient. Very efficient. In, in they're very the efficient on third down. They're the best third down offense in our league. Yeah, they convert third downs at 40 – no, I'm sorry. That's uh, – let's see, 49%, yep. which is best in the – it's ninth best in the country, yep. 49% for Louisiana on third down. Uh, you know, I remember you talk about their running backs and you gave their measurables and, and how, how talented they are, all three of them. They seem like they're as tough to tackle as any running back. Yeah. In the, there are a lot of great, talented running yeah, yeah. backs in this league. These guys seem so yeah. hard to tackle. I think at one point, I remember the stat coming into the first meeting in October, Trey Regis, who's really their number one mm-hmm. running back, he led the country at that point in the season in yards after contact. Right. What makes them so tough to tackle? Well, you know, 230 pounds. That, that's some of our D-line. It's right there. Maybe yeah. close to 230. I mean, they're huge, and you get, you get tired. You don't want to have to come tackle that, that guy. Yeah. And his, his legs – you know, when you see them in person, they're very impressive. Um, you know, just to say 230 pounds, but you see them, they're, they're not fat. I mean, they're, they're thick. They're, they're, they're strong. They're muscular um, with that 230-pound body. And then 15, to me, is he's got the speed 
along with the size. And so, to me, 15 may be the more dynamic back, the best one they have because of his size and strength and speed. And you put all that together, you know, to me, he's the best one. And then four is, the, you know, kind of the scat back. Uh, but if you take the, the, the improper angle on him, he'll take it to the house. I mean, so, that, so you have three different backs that are really hard to, to gauge all three of them. But, again, we have to fit well and tackle well on all those guys. I want to ask you about the video that went viral from the end of the Troy game where Thomas Hennigan is motioning over to Brad Absher. And Brad Absher, a lot of people know his story. He's a senior. He's a former walk-on, put on scholarship in the summer. And Thomas Hennigan waves him onto the field to come on and be in the formation for the last snap of the game, let him experience that moment as a senior. Mm -hmm. Tell us how you experienced that moment and then kind of seeing how everybody really wrapped their arms around that when they had a chance yeah. to see the video. Well, that's just uh, a great ingredient of our team is, is the, the selflessness of our team. Um, they think the team before themselves, and that's a great example of that. Thomas, um, who plays a lot, he starts, he, he's out there on the field, plays in special teams. He's a big part of our team as far as playmaking goes. And um, it's the last play of the game on senior day. And, you know, he looked out and, and saw Brad standing on the sideline. And I'm, I'm standing on the sideline, and I'm, I'm just really happy because we're getting ready to win this football right. game. And I see him motion going like this right here, and I was like, what is he doing? What does he want? You know, he's like – and I, and I kind of turned to the side. I was like, what does he want? And Brad was like, he wants me to come in. I said, well, go in. <laughs> You know, and you were going to say no to that. Yeah, he, he runs in, and of course Thomas comes out, and you can see, you know, you see some of the guys on the field just, just awesome. I mean, just the way they embrace. I mean, because everybody respects Brad. I mean, what he's been through and um, how hard he works and um, to earn that scholarship, and then that's senior day to be able to come out there and play. It's just a great moment. You remember the moment of Curtis Fitch last oh year in the gosh, last yeah. game, which was an incredible moment for him to be able to score, um, you know, a touchdown. I mean, that, that, I'll never forget that. And. But it just speaks to how our team, is, the makeup is. Our guys are just – they love each other. They care for each other. They respect each other. And that's just a great example of that. And that was, that was awesome that that ended up going viral. And uh, a lot of people got to see that. What was the celebration like in the locker room after that game? It was pretty good. Um, you know, it's always good, though. Yeah. And, uh, but, to, you know, to, to beat Troy and to, uh, you know, to, to be able to go play in this, this final game, this, the Sunbelt Championship game, is, is what we dreamed of when we started the season. And uh, this was our number one goal is to win this conference and have a, have a chance. We, we just wanted that game against Troy to, to, to mean something, and it did. You know, to, to have to win that game and then, and then to be able to host this game for our, our community and our school, um, you know, playing on ESPN only 12 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, it's going to be awesome. This is it's what, you know, I tell our team, it's what you grow up believing about and dreaming about that you can play in this game one day. And so uh, we had a great practice today. Guys are so focused on uh, Sunday when we were in here. Um, you know, and there's a lot of guys, and they have, I'm sure they have the same, that are dinged up. You know, you get to the 12th game of the season, we're here at the end. Mm -hmm. You're going to be hurt. You're going to yeah. be injured. You're tired. Um, but these guys wouldn't miss this game for the world. And so they're so pumped and excited about getting out here and, and trying to win this game. Yeah, to that point, for, for being this late in the season, I mean, health-wise, yeah. you're, you're in pretty good shape. I yeah. mean, we saw what Troy was coming into yeah. to last Saturday's game. They had a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball. We're, we're getting several questions about – about the injury situation. Yeah. You know, Vic went down. That's you right. touched on him earlier. But yeah. what, what is kind of the status of the team at this point in the season when you expect guys to be kind of dinged up and, and nursing things here and yeah, there? Yeah, you know, you know, I guess Jalen was the biggest injury we had at Arc State. Right. And then, but since then, we've really – predominantly been healthy um you know there's guys playing that are ding don't get me wrong I mean there's there's a lot of them playing 
But, but I tell them that if you're playing this game of football, 100% you're going to be hurt. I mean, there's 100% about it. And, and so you have to live in the training room, the, the weight room. That's why you do a train so long in the offseason. But we're, we're healthy. Um, you know, Vic is the biggest question probably right now. Um, he's getting a, a lot better um, from, from Saturday to right now, and I feel very confident that he'll be available for Saturday. And he wants to play, doesn't There's he? no question. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, you ask him, I'm playing, I'm playing, you know. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. This is, this is what you live for, and this is why you play the game. This is why, you know, because you play for championships, and this is it. And uh, so, you know, if, he'll do everything he can to get out there and play. And, you know, the thing about Vic is that he's an experienced lineman. He's played a lot of football, and um, – you know, doesn't need a lot of practice at this point in the season. We've, and we've played him once before, and so he knows what to expect. Um, it's all about him getting healthy and, uh, you know, getting to as best he can for Saturday. Final question for you before we, we, we let you go for the evening. How will your experience in big games and these championship stakes type games over the last couple of years, and even this year with the Troy game last Saturday, how, how can that help be an advantage for yeah. you this weekend? Yeah, we've been here before, and uh, you know these big games. But it's all in your preparation. It has it, it really. You got to go play well on game day. But it's it's so much about you know Sunday to to lead up to the game. How focused are you? How how in tune are you about the opponent? What's my job? And how well am I going to do my job? And you're just getting your mind focused for that. And so far, that's they've done a great job with that. Uh, really, the really the month of November, uh, and 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 you know this week will be no different. I expect our guys to to have a. Uh, a great game on Saturday. I think we'll play our best football game. That's got to be the expectation, and I think um, it'll be a fun show to watch. And, uh, you know, again, we talked about the crowd. We need everybody out on uh, – I don't know what the weather's going to be. I know it's Doesn't not – matter. Doesn't I know matter. it's not going to be like this. That's 100% no, sure. It'll be, it won't be this cold. It'll be at least 30 degrees warmer. Uh, but, but we need everybody out and cheering loud. It's, it's, let's show the nation – um, how special our, our home field advantage is, and, uh, and we feed off of it. Man, we can't wait for Saturday. Go get them. Yep, thank you. Thanks Appreciate for being it. here tonight. Yep. Head Coach Scott Satterfield joining us on the program. When we come back, our player guest, Elijah Dirasuba, Caleb Sperlin, will join us. You're listening to Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino. We're back after this. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas. Or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. 
App State Football is brought to you in part by Brindle and Fig, who proudly present the officially licensed Appalachian State Fine Jewelry Collection. Earrings, pendants, cufflinks, necklaces, and bracelets featuring the App State logo cast in 14 karat gold with diamonds, onyx, and mother of pearl. Find the perfect holiday gift for your App State fan online at appstatejewelry.com or by visiting Village Jewelers in Boone on King Street across from the post office. Call 833-APP-JEWELRY to learn more. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to head coach Scott Satterfield for joining us earlier. App State and Louisiana in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game Saturday at noon. Please say hello to our player guest tonight. Elijah Dirasuba to my far left, Kayla Sperlin to my immediate left. Welcome, guys. How we doing? Doing all right. How about you? How y'all feeling? It, you guys are all bundled up. What was it like out? I mean, you weren't outside practicing today, but this is the coldest day yeah, of the season by far. Here today. Pretty cold. You guys okay with this? You gotten used to this? I ain't gonna say I got used to it. <laughs> Not used to it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, tell us about your emotions and get ready for Saturday. This is such a huge game, huge opportunity for, for you guys. Start with you, Caleb. Your emotions in, in, in preparing for this game and how excited you guys are. Uh, it's kind of just everything we worked up to this point uh, into one game. So it's really everything you have, preparation, treatment. Everybody's banged up right now, so get in the treatment room. Uh, film studies huge this week. Um, Trying to pick up on things that we didn't pick up on the first time we played them. So... I guess everything's just ramped up a little bit more. Uh, preparation's the biggest thing right now. Yeah, uh, preparation's the biggest thing. When I think of this game, uh, when I think of history, you know, we can do something that's never been done here before. And also I think of the seniors. Uh, there's no better way to go out that way yeah. and be, you know, the first Sunbelt Conference champions. And, you know, I just think of those guys, Marquan Stout. You know, he's, he's like the leader of the defense. And I just see how much work he put in. Since I was a freshman, he kept me under his wing. So, It'd be great to see him go out like that. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get to know you guys a little bit better and tell us about your journey to App State. Why App State for each of you, Elijah? Well, not Coach Ivy, and you know I love him to death. He recruited me hard, and he just he was just always keeping in contact with me. Um, and when when I came up for my official visit, I just seen how the D line was. I hung out with them. I seen it was like a family. Uh, you know, Coach Mike. You know, all those. All, all those guys played the factor in, in getting me here. Caleb? Uh, I didn't really get recruited a lot coming out of high school. I uh, had a D2 offer, but I decided I wanted to stay local and also play Division One football. So um actually kind of happened second semester of my senior year, so kind of out of the blue. But somehow I got in touch with Coach Holt and uh, came up here, checked it out, and he said, we got a place for you to walk on. And I said, I'll be here. So Very good. Uh Elijah Dirasuba is from Greensboro, played at Page High School, correct? Mm-hmm. Did you and Hennigan ever go at it in, in high school? I believe my sophomore year, but that's kind of a blur. That game's kind of a blur, but we did play Northwest in my sophomore year in the playoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Caleb is from Galax High School. So 
What, what was your football upbringing like? Who, who did you follow when you were growing up? Were, were, you, were you following App? Were you following Virginia Tech being from that area of the country? Yeah, definitely Virginia Tech. Um, I kind of live on the state border, so, but I always went to Virginia Tech games, and that was kind of my team growing up. And then also my sophomore year, uh, my best friend graduated. He's actually starting running back up there right now, so just kind of just always followed them growing up. All right. Tell me what it's like going up against – let me, let me phrase it this way. People like to give some of the offensive linemen a hard time as far as there's a lot of talking that goes on between offensive line and defensive line. Is it fair to say most of that comes from my corn? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Yeah, do you guys part. do much talking? Do you try to get in the heads of other O-linemen? It kind of gets balanced out throughout the game. But yeah. My corn definitely initiates it, I feel like. <laughs> my corn is the, the big talker on the, on the D-line. Everyone seems to say that they like to mess with Vic Johnson. They feel like he's, he, he's, he's the one that's most likely to, to snap or you can get in his head the easiest. Yeah. I wouldn't say snap. It's just it's Vic. Like, you have to know Vic. He's a funny guy. You just so get him worked up. Just get him worked up, yeah. He just doesn't really what's, stop. What's your go-to tactic to get somebody worked Whether it's Vic or someone else, what's your go-to tactic to get somebody worked up? No matter what the play is, just, and just let him know that we were there for the play. Like, we made the play no matter what. And that just drives Vic insane. Even if we didn't make the play, you just tell him we made the play, and he just drives him insane. I'm trying to remember who it was, whether it was Ocon or Chris Willis. They always just say, hey, you're holding. You're holding. <laughs> yeah. They just yeah, get, that's, they say that's, he's that's, we all do that, yeah. That's our tactic to get at the, the O-line. They hate when we, when we say that. Uh, it had been a long time coming for you, Elijah, um, your first sack mm-hmm. on Saturday. What did, that, what, was that, what did that feel like? I don't know. My eyes got big, and I was just like, "Wow!" I got Came my... early in the game too. Yeah, and it was just—it was just a great way to, to set the tone, and you know that that play just happened all so fast, and uh, yeah, it just happened fast. My eyes got big. Good, good play. All right, we're just getting started with our player guests tonight: Elijah Dirasuba and Caleb Sperlin. I, I want to ask you guys after the break, so I want you to think about this. We like finding out some unique talents of our guests or unique interests that they have. Some examples, we found out that some people like baking. Chandler Greer likes to cook, good around the grill. We've learned that Chris Willis fixes phones. We've learned that Thomas Hennigan has a really good Irish accent. So uh, we've learned that uh, one of our guests last week, um, Elijah McMurray, can solve a Rubik's Cube in a minute and a half. So things along those lines. I want you guys to spend some time during the commercial break and and think of some things that you're good at outside of football, and I want to get into that a little bit. Sound good? All right. All right. Our player guests are Elijah Dirasuba and Kayla Sperlin. We'll continue with Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino right after this. Badcock Home Furniture and More's Black Friday sale is still going strong. Take up to half off items store-wide and save hundreds with Black Friday deals in every department. Take up to $1,000 off five-piece queen bedroom sets and up to $600 off comfy reclining sofas. Plus, brand-name mattress sets are up to half off. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Don't wait. Get up to half off at Badcock's Black Friday sale. Now until December 10th. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, excluding Palm Beach Division. Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Come see what everyone's talking about. Open seven days a week so you can enjoy the high country's favorite spot for local award-winning craft beer. AMB has its own food truck, Farm to Flame, serving a brick oven, wood fire pizza, apps, and more. AMB's focus on community, sustainability, and philanthropy shine through in everything it does. AMB is now available in Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina statewide. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at AM Brewery. Remember, always drink responsibly. Cheers. 
This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the High Country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. Be a part of tonight's show by tweeting using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Adam Witten. All right, welcome back to the show. We are with you until 8 o'clock tonight. This is actually our final show for football season from Cafe Portofino. So we will have a show from the bowl site. We know based on the news earlier today, it'll either be New Orleans or Orlando for the bowl game on December 15th. But this is our final football show here at Portofino. We'll resume with basketball shows in January. Our player guests tonight as we get ready for the Sunbelt Conference Championship game on Saturday, Elijah Dirasuba, Caleb Sperlin. We learned from, from Coach Ivy. I, I texted him before the show, and I said, tell, tell me some things I need to know about these guys. He, and he, he gave us your nicknames. So... <laughs> Elijah goes by Subalu. 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 And any, where does that come from, or do Ivy just make up nicknames? You know, my teammates, a lot of people back home, they call me Suba. But Suba for my last name, Derek Suba, it's too long, or a lot of people can't pronounce it. But one thing about Coach Ivy, he, rem- he remixed a lot of stuff. So he just remixed my last name and, and gave me that. <laughs> and he said that Caleb is Spurlock. Yeah. But there's, there's others too, right? Yeah, there's so many. He just – He'll start babbling, and next thing you know, it's Spur Daddy, Spur Dog, Spur Lock. It's just whatever he wants to say at the top. What are some others for some of the other D-linemen? You got Tommy Tulips. Yeah. For uh, Dawkins? Yeah. yeah for, um, Tommy Tulips? EJ? Yeah, Willie Bob for Chris Willis. EJ uh, is uh, Ejonimus. Ejonimus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pac-Man is Cameron Pack. Uh, uh, Oka, who is he called? O'Keezy. O'Keezy. Who else? Markel, what about Markel? No neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't think anymore. Think. Uh, Josh Hooser is pops. Yeah, he looks so old, man. He like he's forty uh, years old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, that's about it, really. I think that's it. I think that's everybody. That's on pretty list. good. That's pretty good. All right. So I asked you guys before the break to think of some, some unique talents or, or things that people would find interesting about you that not many people know off the football field. So what would you come up with? Subalu, we'll start with you. <laughs> a lot of people probably don't know I'm a big mama's boy. Like, my dad, that's my dog. I, you know, we tight, but it's just, I don't know, my mom, like. Give us an example. 
I don't know. When I see my mom mad, I get mad. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I hate to see my mama mad, so I get mad if she get mad. Or if I see her sad, I get sad. I don't know. We just got a, a tight bond like this. My dad get mad at me. I don't really, I just, I brush up like he get out. He'll be all right. He'll get over it. Is your mom come to, to all the yes. games? Mm-hmm. What, Every do, home do, game. Do you, guys sh- do you guys share any uh, any special rituals or things like that for on game days before the game when you see her? Uh, nah, she just texts me and be like, you better play hard or you got to see me. Oh, oh so you so it's not Ivy that you're worried about if you don't play hard. You got to answer her. No, 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 no. I, I'll play hard. I don't. Ivy gonna be on me too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> who but, who uh, do you fear most? My mama. Of course. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. She's probably she might be watching. So she probably is. Yeah. Yeah. Ivy, although Ivy might be watching too. I don't know. Yeah, he'll say something tomorrow about it too. All right, uh, Spurlock, Big Spur, whatever we should call you tonight. <laughs> What'd you come up with? Um. I'm a mama's boy too, but I'll do something else. Um, when I growing up, I was always in outdoors, fishing, hunting, that type of thing. And I actually used to do rodeos when I was little. Used to ride sheep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> right, wait, wait, wait. Rodeos where you ride sheep? Yeah, it's called mutton busting, like little kids. <laughs> <laughs> down, the, down at the bottom of 89 Mountain, we used to go down the mountain like on the weekends, and I would ride sheep. Mutton busting. It's called mutton busting. Did you ever think about getting into making rodeo a, a passion of yours beyond sheep? I mean, I still like it. It's kind of cool. I mean, I'll go to rodeos, but I'm definitely not – I'm too big for that. You ever go to a place and just, like, hop on a mechanical bull somewhere? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Um, anything we, – we love finding out some interesting information about teammates or roommates. Uh, one of the things we found out is that Jordan Fair likes to put his foot up on the sink when he's brushing his teeth and stretching. Uh, someone threw him under the bus about that. Who are your roommates? Who do you guys spend most of your time with? Uh, my roommates are Shamar Jean Charles, uh, the corner, and Ejonimus, you know, the nose guard. EJ, yeah. yeah. Anything we should know about those two guys? Unique thing or, or things that, that annoy you, drive you crazy about them as roommates? Sure. He... He's very forgetful. Like, he just, he'll forget where he put the remote. He'll, he'll forget to, to turn the lights off so we don't go over for the power. You know, he'll forget that he left his clothes in the washing machine on the dryer. Like, he, he's just a forgetful person. But you, have to get on, you have to get on him about that? Yeah, I got to stay on him about that. Yeah. What, if, what about you, Caleb? Uh, I stay with Weston Gillespie and O-Lyman, uh, Cameron Packer, D-Lyman. And I also stay with a wrestler who I knew in uh, middle school and stuff. But uh, probably Pac-Man. Uh, He's pretty forgetful, too. Like, if we get food or something we eat, he'll leave his food out. But just, like, for a couple hours, like, the trash and not put it up right then, that drives me insane. <laughs> and then uh, he's always, like, he's so lackadaisical. Like, not in a rush for anything. Like, if we have to hurry up and go, he's still in the same just lackadaisical mood, just mm-hmm. relaxed, and that just drives me insane. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any pregame traditions, superstitions, rituals that you have? I just pray. We know, we know Clifton Duck sleeps in a Spider-Man onesie he the do. night before a game. He do. Uh, Is there anybody else on the team that has something like that? I don't know. We haven't asked that question to everybody, but. Not on a D-line. Not on D- anybody on defense at all? Or I, know, I know in high school and my f- last year playing up here, I wore the same girdle and headband for, for, every, for every game. No, for uh, – for football. Oh, for football. For football. Every game in high school and every game last year, I wore the same headband, the same girdle. Okay. I, mean, I obviously watched it, but it was all the same. Okay, very good. Very good. <laughs> any, other, any other superstitions? 
No, just I play hard yeah, every that's, week. That's it. I love yeah. it. All right, we're visiting with Elijah Dirasuba and Caleb Sperlin. They're our player guests tonight. We'll get to some of your questions for them on our Twitter feed, hashtag Mountaineer Talk, and our Facebook live stream. It's App State in Louisiana on Saturday for the Sun Belt Conference Championship. And we'll continue with more of Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino right after these messages. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. Favorite thing about my street? It's quiet. Safe. The people. We rely on each other. And we rely on our Touchstone Energy Cooperative. The co-op isn't just about electricity. It's about power. The power of information. Efficiency. Safety. Technology. That's why whenever I have a question about energy, I always call my Touchstone Energy Cooperative first. Because in my community, I am the co-op. And the co-op is me. Go to BlueRidgeEnergy.com slash Powerful Solutions to learn more. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm is here to become part of your family's holiday tradition. Whether you need a tabletop or 12-foot tree, Frosty's has the perfect one for your holiday season. After choosing your tree, enjoy complimentary festive hay rides, bonfires, s'mores, and hot chocolate. You can also shop for other holiday gifts in their North Pole Christmas shop or build your very own personalized wreath. So bring your family to Frosty's Choose and Cut Christmas Tree Farm for an enchanting holiday experience. To learn more, visit GoFrosties.com. For up-to-date breaking news on the Appalachian State Mountaineers, there's no better source than AppStateSports.com, the official website of Appalachian State Athletics. AppStateSports.com provides detailed content and results on all Appalachian sports teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcast, and in-depth interviews about the Appalachian State Mountaineers. AppStateSports.com is your complete online source for sports news when you just have to know. Go to the source. Go to AppStateSports.com. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten. All right, welcome back to the show. We're visiting with Elijah Dirasuba and Caleb Sperlin from the defensive line. It's App State in Louisiana coming up on Saturday. Kickoff at noon. Our coverage on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network begins at 10 a.m. We've got a lot of questions coming in on our Facebook live stream. We're, we're waiting on one. Markel Clark has been teasing us with a really good question tonight, but he hasn't submitted it yet. So we're waiting on that. I'm trying to, to make sure there's still time. If you're listening or watching us, Markel, we've only got like five minutes left with these guys. So we need to get those questions in right now. Um, all right, Caleb, one thing that, that I know about you and, and others may as well if they've read up on your bio is that you were a wrestler and a really good one in high school. Tell us how good. Uh, well, my dad was my wrestling club coach. He wrestled all growing up. Uh, so I started wrestling when I was like three. Um, stayed in it. Uh, freshman year, we transferred to Galax High School, and he became my head coach there. Okay. Um, 
I ended up being a three-time state champ. I won it my sophomore, junior, and senior year. Three times. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Uh, how did, how does that translate into football, into what you can do on the football field? Uh, football is just a game of leverage, and obviously my height helps helps with that. Uh, knowing how to use your hands and hips is a big thing on D-line as well. Elijah, someone is, has chimed in on our Facebook live stream saying that you have a secret talent that you can sing. Who said that? Uh, <laughs> Lashana. That's my mama. I told you she'd be watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, Is that true? Yes. Mm -mm. No. Come on now. Come Bro. on. Tell the truth. Why, why do you say yes? He he's heard, he's always singing. singing. He comes he to locker rooms. Have you been, have you been so, called the songbird of your generation? Nah. Always coming in singing. Mm -mm. Yes. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they got does. What does he say? He's not going to no, show it, it off for us, so you're going to have to help it's us usually, out. Here. It's usually on Sundays we come in, play some gospel music in the locker room, and then that's when he gets going. Name a song. Hmm? Name a song. Praise him in advance, Marvin Sapp. Can we hear a little bit? I can't sing. Oh, <laughs> <come> on. <laughs> uh, someone said, don't let Caleb sing. That's very true. Very true. So we shouldn't? No, I listen. Does he, does he sing? What does he do? He sing. He the singer. He's a singer on the D-line. I promise I'm not. Who is the singer on the D-line, other than the two of you? You can, Mike Juan, please comment. <laughs> People really want to hear you sing. I'm getting comments on, on the stream here. Who, People, me? Yes, you. I can't sing. <laughs> I don't think anybody believes you. <laughs> All right, let's get to a text question here, 828-351-6878. Who whoops up on the other in a one-on-one -on -one line battle? The D-line. Oh, wait, 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 what's the question? I think it's more about if you guys were, were going up against each other. I, I don't, it doesn't really translate as well, but. Like me and Sue? Yeah. I know you guys play <laughs> the same side of the ball, but. I don't think that's ever happened. You said what? That's never happened. Yeah, we, we never, I mean, we don't have no, no point in going. What's, okay, all right, let me, let me phrase it this way then. Since I want you guys to, to kind of talk up each other's game. Caleb, what's, what's something that Elijah does as a player that just blows you away. Like, he does this uh, better than anybody. He's really strong, has good, powerful hands, good punch. Um, that's probably his forte. He's just really strong, really physical. We're back. You got anything nice to say about Caleb? Spurs. <laughs> Spurs is real physical. Um, before he moved to D-line, he used to play tit. Um, my freshman year, he used to play that little H-back. And I think he gave, like, three guys concussions. Like, he – yeah, that's a physical dude, strong dude. He just played hard. So you guys never went one-on-one -on -one in those situations? No, because that was, like – I was only there for, like, two weeks or something yeah. when I first got Cole Ivy recruited him to play D-line. That's how, that's how nasty yeah. he was. Yeah, he said, I need that guy over on this yeah. side of the ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Markel has said, you need to sing Must Be Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing. Man, a lot of people are saying otherwise. I can't sing. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, we only have another minute or two left with these guys. So tell us a little bit about what you're expecting for, from Saturday. These guys, what do you remember about the first time around, and what do you think could be different this time around? Uh, I definitely think this is the best O-line we played all year, yeah. for sure. Louisiana's uh, best O-line. Yeah. Big. I think every, everybody they have is like at least 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, uh, everybody's 300-plus. So that would be a good matchup for us. But they're also athletic. They're not just big yeah. and can't move. They can, they can move, have speed. So. I think it'll be a good battle for us. Yeah, I feel like the game uh, is going to be won in the trenches, just like uh, last game against Troy. Like the D line, O line is going to be, you know, determine the outcome of the game. 
Yeah. What does it mean playing in front of these the, the, the home fans? We love hearing the perspective of players when they what, what it feels like when they run out on that field and they hear this 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 environment that's unmatched anywhere in this conference. It's just it's just love. Like last week was a prime example. We didn't think it was gonna be that big of a crowd, you know, it was Thanksgiving, but man, that's probably the loudest I heard it all year. For sure. So yeah, man, it was just a lot of love from the fans and we appreciate that. What's that feeling like when you run out of that tunnel? Uh, to be honest with you, when I run out, I'm, it's kind of like silent. I don't really hear anything. It's kind of weird. I don't know why. I guess I'm just focused. But during the game, like the this Saturday was definitely the last game I've ever been a part of, for sure. They were the pulling you. They, we, they knew the defense needed to, to make some stands yeah. in that second half, and this crowd was really pulling yeah, the guys forward. For sure. Good luck on Saturday. Appreciate we enjoyed it. having some fun with you guys. At Appreciate some point, it. maybe we'll, we'll get to hear Elijah sing. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Dirasuba, Caleb Sperlin joining us on the program. Thank you guys. Thank Appreciate, you guys. Appreciate it. Good luck. We'll come back and wrap up the show Here after these messages. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders. And the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas. Or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for $200 off Galaxy S9s and more popular smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk. On the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Pesco Toyota Lift, Western North Carolina's authorized Toyota forklift distributor, has served the Mountaineer Nation since 1979. Pesco Toyota Lift sells and services Toyota forklifts, America's number one selling forklift with over 400 rental units. Our new capacity trailer jockey line and JLG aerial equipment available. Pesco Toyota Lift can also go to work for you quickly, efficiently, and dependably. Put the experience of the Pesco team to work for you. We will lower your operating costs and keep your business operating 24-7. With custom Toyota lease plans, why not give your business that big lift today? Visit us at VescoForklifts.com. You couldn't miss that wedding, birthday party, or whatever event you felt obligated to attend. So, you missed the game. And more importantly, the game program. Not to worry. IMGproducts.net has got you covered with official programs and yearbooks from many of the nation's top schools, plus conference and NCAA championships. Visit IMGproducts.net to browse the hundreds of publications available. IMGproducts.net. We've got you covered. All right, that's our show for tonight. Our final one here from Cafe Portofino for football season. We'll have another show during bowl season, and we know it's either going to be New Orleans or Orlando. If the Mountaineers win Saturday in the Sun Belt Championship game, they play in the New Orleans Bowl. If they do not win on Saturday, they will play in the Cure Bowl in Orlando. App State and Louisiana coming up on Saturday. 12 noon is the kick. 
Get your tickets. Be there. Huge game on Saturday. We want. We need your support at Kid Brewer Stadium. Our coverage begins at 10 a.m. on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Look forward to seeing all of you at The Rock this weekend, and have a great night. Thanks for joining us tonight for Mountaineer Talk. You've been listening to Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock and buy Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Mountaineer Talk is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.